You've tuned in to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of April 26. It's still quarantine, folks. 2020. This is episode 151. From still that lockdown city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And straight out of 9226 until further notice, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, it's more of the Quarantine Chronicles, uh, Volume 3, if you're keeping score. Won't you join us in the conversation from remote areas? This, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people staying at home, this is the Bellingham Podcast. Well, I know that there was a, a, a show called 10 Days or 14 Days Later, but uh, we're going to make it one. How are you doing, Chris? I'm, I'm uh, my standard line, AJ, as good as can be expected. It's, it's been a challenge. I am never losing the vision of, of my head that I have in my head of a sunny afternoon having Hana teriyaki spicy chicken down at the Tom Glenn Common at the Bellwether where I don't have to With wear- With yours truly. Of course, where I don't have to wear a mask. And I can actually uh, walk around and I see people without masks on. So I'm still clinging to that. AJ, how about yourself? Uh, you know, enjoying the isolated life. I missed up the hook. See, I was, it's seven days later is that zombie, sh- that zombie show, isn't it? Seven days? I, yeah. I don't watch zombie stuff. Including yeah. one's mind in your mental landscape. I don't need zombies in my mind. And, and we're going to dovetail on that later. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah. tuned for more. Yeah. But anyway, it's been, it's been two weeks. It has been two weeks and, you know, work, uh, work erodes in some cases. <laughs> uh, we are full-time professional technologists and we have freelance uh, things and we also have families. And uh, that being said, somewhere in there, in between 150 and 151, we got your fresh content right here. My man AJ was the guest on Overseas a Zulu Time Podcasts. And uh, congratulations for an excellent show. Listen to it. And uh, yeah, tell us about how that experience went for you. Yeah, so uh, Dan, which on this show, we commonly refer to him as UK Dan, or the formerly known as uh, Cyprus Dan, uh, also goes by Timely Underscore Moments on Instagram. Uh, him and Darren, who you heard on this show for the Special Edition Analog Explorer episode EO6, they run a show as well, and they're on their 10th, 10th episode as of this week. Double digits. Congratulations. So yeah, so I, you know, I've, uh, you and I've reached out to, or have had lots of podcasters or now established podcasters reach out and ask us for help and stuff and, and we help out. And so they did the same thing. They reached out to me quite some time back and, you know, what, how we do things and stuff. And, you know, they, they got their show up and running and stuff and they've, they've been doing a lot of great content. They had an interview with a, a, a gentleman out of, I believe, Ireland who does kelp farming. That was the episode before uh, it was episode 109. Really cool episode, especially for those of us in the Pacific Northwest loving our, our Salish Sea. Take, take a listen to that episode. But typically, there, there are two guys who, um, one's prior military, UK military, uh, one is current UK military. And they usually focus on military historia around watches and neurology. And uh, during these quarantine times, they're taking a, a hiatus from that topic and kind of doing watch fam related uh episodes you know people in the watch fam and stuff and so they invited me on and so i you know uh gregariously talked about my obsession with different watches and stories and we talked about our show and yeah they're the goods absolutely uh dan and darren from the zulu time podcast on anchor fm we've got a link to them in the show notes for the love of paul ellering drink (laughs) drink um (laughs) I, I really appreciate, I, I listen to the show because I, you know, I, I enjoy listening to other 
uh, podcast. And I just want to uh, make mention in this interview that they had with my man, AJ, uh, there was a comment made about our show and how we were able to uh, visualize what life in Bellingham is like uh, for our two compadres across the pond. And I, I, I just wanted to make mention that. Thank you for saying that. Uh, in my mind, that is mission accomplished. If we can verbally talk about this beautiful area in which we live and you can picture it and you can enjoy it, uh, and uh, you know, and if anything, you may want to come visit uh, it someday. Hey, uh, first rounds yeah. on us, and we'll even oh, throw yeah. in lunch on us. So anyway, should you happen to make it over? <laughs> Plus, I'm very happy to be on the good side of our fine military uh, professionals uh, around the world. So that's just another thing. So check out Zulu Time podcasts uh, on Anchor.fm, I believe. Yeah, so they're on everything, Spotify, Anchor.fm sure, yeah, yeah. uh, and stuff. On your yeah, podcast weapon of choice. On your podcast app of choice. But yeah, thanks, Dan. Thanks, Darren. And uh, take a look at them on Instagram. And, and Darren is also the owner and proprietor of Zulu Alpha Straps and stuff. So you've, you've heard them on the show before. And in, uh, during this time, uh, I was able to record episode 13 of my Canvas Insider podcast, the solo album, if you will, to the uh, the, the Arena Rock podcast that we currently are working on here, uh, marching to 200. I, I, I was able to talk about a couple issues involving uh, the LMS that I'm the admin for, and I also made a public service announcement about people who send requests for help need a little more information. Uh, I'm not a sorcerer. I'm not in your head. It always helps matters out. So anyway, uh, got some content links out there for you to check out and uh, to hear us, to hear our voices in a different medium. Uh, <laughs> so uh, give that a try. AJ, what is life like for you? You know what? Actually, I'm going to start on this one because I've, I've been working on a slow burn uh, the past couple days or so. I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a little grumpy, AJ. Uh -oh. I got a bit of an axe to grind. Uh -oh. I'm not, I'm not happy and you don't want me to be not happy. Uh, there was an article in our fair uh, newspapers website. It was called new study shows how many Watkin residents, for those of you not living here, Watkin is the County that we live in, in the state of Washington, in the United States. New study shows how many Watkin residents are staying home to fight coronavirus. Well, that's just a feel good article, isn't it? Well, not exactly. Uh, in, in the, description of the article, it made mention, according to the information released by online data company, safegraph.com, 41.2% of Whatcom County residents did not leave their homes on Saturday, April 18th. Full stop. How do they get that information? Are you using satellite imagery to train a camera over my house to see when I go take out my garbage or when I go out to the mailbox to get my friggin' mail? Um, no, as it turns out, SafeGraph, this uh, wonderful website, tracks people's mobile phones, does, uh, pulled a report about residents who would leave their home residence, how nice that they have a mobile phone associated with a residence between 0.1 and one mile uh, of a distance. I don't like that. You know, it's one thing, we, as we discussed this, or as I ranted about this uh, off the mic, you made mention, well, yeah, cell phones have been tracked uh, since they've come into existence through yeah. the cellular towers. Yeah, not when you're tracking a virus. And if I happen to be going to a grocery store on my weekly run and I encounter someone uh, who uh, other sources have said that they've contracted a virus and something happens where now I receive an alert, well, that's helpful information. But you're also assembling a whole lot of data that I did not give you permission to do. 
And you don't know if I was wearing a mask. You don't know if I was uh, ensconced in bubble wrap to, uh, mm. you know, uh, and what I was doing out and about and how many people were around. I find that to be incredibly intrusive. And a, a, while it is a quote sign of the times, I have some serious concerns about how this is being tracked. And what's, going, what's happening now is I am now viewing more and more opportunities or more and more of a reason to leave my mobile phone in my residence. And uh, hello, iPod Touch that I currently have when I want to listen to music or podcasts when I'm out in my vehicle or out walking my dog. Hello, Lineage OS, an operating system that can be uh, run over the top of an Android phone that is privacy and security focused. Hello, Tails operating system. Um, I am not happy with how this information is being gathered about uh, where people are going and what they're doing in response to this COVID era. That ends my rant. I'll, I'll dovetail on that rant. I mean, yes. the, I guess, by the way, for full disclosure, Chris and I are not a news podcast, but if we were, yeah, we do it a heck of a lot better and we'd be a <laughs> lot less amplified in, in our angst about this if we did. Yeah. But uh, what was interesting is the fact that you and I discovered this through a headline, that this, this was a method that uh, was being used. And SafeGraph, from what I, what I read and understand about their platform, is that they're using the, the advertising ID, which is usually embedded onto every device. That way, when you get targeted ads, you know, they're basically using, this is not a, this is not a uh, tinfoil big brother breaking into everybody's devices. They're, they're using the same backend that advertisers use. Yeah. According um, to the article, SafeGraph said it used cell phone tracking data from 45 million devices nationwide to see which were staying, which devices, not people, devices were staying within yeah. hundred square meters of the most common nighttime location or home. And, and as a result, uh, this creates a shelter in place index. But the way that they frame it though, like it does, I get it's a generality, but like you just said, it depends on what you qualify as home, whether or not you leave your home with a device or not. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of what ifs. Like it, it, it's, I, I felt it was, I felt there was two things. One, if this was going to be the case, again, opting in versus opting out, you know, it's mm -hmm. one of those things where, you just said it, like you leave the house with a mask. You know, Apple, I will give a tip of the hat to Apple, not because I'm a fanboy, but they created their COVID-19 app, you know, where you could go into it and use it as a, as a tool to diagnose, do you feel that you have or know somebody who might have the symptoms of COVID-19? You know, sequestering the, this information where you involve participants to elect to contribute, I feel would actually give more beneficial data than just this randomizing of, oh, well, we have this ad data, we have this place-based data, let's merge the two and make a graph. I don't know, like, I don't feel this was a, an adequate headline and the data set I don't feel is an adequate representation. Anyway, uh, AJ, how is uh, life and work going for you uh, the past couple of weeks in this current uh, era that we're in? I mean, like, like I said, uh, two weeks ago to you, man, not being able to retreat to my mountains because at least at the time of this recording, a lot of our federal lands and state lands now are, uh, out of respect of, of shelter in place, are closed um, in various ways. Um, whether the park system has actually drug a chain out so people don't, discouraging people of our, of our you know, locale to stop venturing out and stuff. 
Um, I, I think I mentioned a couple weeks back, like, you know, the trail systems are, are relatively speaking more packed than our highways around here. Yep. And, you know, that is, that is disconcerting for those of us that are trying to abide by the shelter in place orders, as well as doing proper, uh, you know, uh, social distancing and whatnot. But meanwhile, part of our culture is so ingrained in the outdoors, like trying to strike that balance these days is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and now even more tougher that you can't get further out. But uh, I mean, you know, like I said, like I have coffee, I have my family. The only thing that's missing is a mountain for me, but you know, I, and being me at home in your is, life in person. Well, yeah, in person, you know, Hana Teriyaki and, and Chris Powell is, is a must. Indeed. That's basically a prescription. Yes. It's an equation for awesome. Yeah, but I mean, relatively speaking, we're doing fine. Um, our sh- the shelves of our, our local stores are, are a little bit more balanced. Um, so, you know, my, my allergy-laden family were able to source a lot more robust things, which is kind of nice. But relatively speaking, things are five by five. I mean, work is busy, as, as we've alluded to. Out of it is kind of um, a lot of content that I've been creating for, for the day job, which, uh, you know, if, if, you did a, if, if one was to do a search for AJ Barce on YouTube, you would find said content. It's freely available. Should you be interested in, in uh, my daily routine, kind of like that video we talked about so many weeks ago now, or just tips and tricks of how to use different technologies in short bite-sized 10-minute-ish videos, You'll be able to find them there, but also it kind of lays into a little bit of what we're going to kind of dovetail into in a second is a lot of people are, I'm going to say it, are open sourcing their information. No. You and I in our, in our day jobs do this quite often, more so now because we're at home and we're producing at our home studios, but the likes of Harvard and other universities who are just basically taking content and throwing it out there for anybody to be able to watch and, you know, self-improve. But also companies like Leica came out, you know, the, the camera company that is known for their, their you know, highly coveted optics and, and great cameras with a great price tag. They also have content. Um, they're kind of like master courses that they, that they're also throwing out for people to, uh, improve in their own photography, whether you use Leica gear or not. And I like this open source mentality where we're all cooped up. And instead of just binging on, dare I say, garbage media, the, I guess the water, the digital version of the water cooler talk of what's what, Oh my gosh, did you catch the episode about so-and-so yeah. like, the gossipy stuff and kind of moving that needle over to something that's more, I don't know, using the gray, the little gray cells as Poirot might say, you know, I, I guess I'm a big advocate of that. And I think you are too, Chris. Yeah. I think we have a unique opportunity in this uh, very disappointing, heartbreaking season that we're in. It's going to be longer than a hockey season as it turns out uh, for us to endure. But I've often had uh, dreams and fantasies about being able to learn, like have dedicated time to be able to learn and make myself smarter and make my, you know, I'm, I don't want to be a one trick pony. I know technology. I love technology always and forever. Like Kip said in Napoleon Dynamite, I want to learn about other things. And as a result, we have this wonderful opportunity for those of us that have high speed internet and uh, the devices to be able to stream that and the pipe to be able to uh, get at, get at it there, you know, Ted talks have been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, inspiring uh, speeches, presentations by people of very interesting topics. Well, Ted, technology, entertainment, design, has come up with TED-Ed, following a a suit with higher education institutions and other businesses, where they have videos that they've created, wonderful illustrations, wonderful graphics, uh, a pleasant story to tell. It brings, like, the mythology channel 
that you could find on TED-Ed. Got, got some links available for you to click on and check out. Wouldn't it be nice to learn about Icarus and Daedalus and the relationship in Greek mythology about that? Got a five and a half minute video about it. It was rather entertaining. I thought I'd share about it with you because uh, this is a way to enhance our mind, enhance the world, you know, our knowledge of the world around us as opposed to what the tiger royalty is uh, currently yeah. up to, which we don't, don't care, about. care about. The Twinkies and the information diet of life need to be put back in, on, in the cupboard. Let's go for some healthy superfoods to nourish our minds. Golly, yeah. I'm turning into a preacher. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, check. Yeah, exactly. Turn Check out Ted Ed on your yeah. YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about YouTube in a second. But we have a great opportunity to enhance ourselves and, be, and come out of this more knowledgeable about the world around us. This is an opportunity. And we at the Bellingham Podcast are fully behind educating yourself, yeah. becoming wiser during this time. We need to be able to think for ourselves, to have critical thinking, to discern. And and to share. I mean, no differently than what we're doing on our show. Or you might be listening to us over the air if you're sheltering in place here in Bellingham on Bellingham's very own KMRE 102.3 FM. They're community powered and streaming all over the internet uh, as you are at home on KMRE.org. We thank KMRE for airing our show on the terrestrial radio uh, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Again, just looking for content that is also just local. I mean, we're, we're sheltering in place. What better time, especially since we're so removed from each other, but also look for local content and support your local creators, whether they're podcasts, radio, or even broadcasts. I mean, a lot of places still have a local television station, um, sure. low power, much like our Camry, but use this time to A, either develop yourself or B, you know, develop some sort of ties back to your community so that we're, not, we're, we're, we're in this together as opposed to feeling so removed. Hey, hey, listen, I want to talk about something as we're uh, discussing technology and access to learning and making uh, things better. I want to raise awareness to a particular uh, situation involving our schools, K-12 schools in this case. I uh, had a conversation with an administrator in one of Whatcom County's elementary schools. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I value his uh, position and his knowledge uh, highly. Uh, fella actually ran a marathon this Sunday because I, I, I believe the Boston Marathon was scheduled to be run uh, this Sunday, but due to our era, uh, my, my friend was, um, had qualified for it, but did not was not able to run it in Boston. So he ran it around Whatcom County, which was awesome. But anyway, we had a conversation about his situation in Northeast Whatcom County, uh, Northeast of Bellingham, I should say. And uh, the, the, some of the students in his school, in which he's administrator of, they, the, the kiddos are part of families who work very hard. And uh, these families do not have the latest iPad Pro smart keyboards. They don't have the latest Samsung Galaxy, whatever the number is. They have one cell phone for the entire family for right. communication purposes. They don't have the latest and greatest slim MacBook Air. And the, and the problem is, how do these kiddos, when they have to stay from home, continue their education pursuits? Now, sure. a lot of people are maybe listening to this are blessed with having multiple devices, laptop, desktop, tablet, phone, whatever have you. Uh, these kiddos don't. And how is an elementary school teacher supposed to be able to engage the students in learning the, the, the thing that they were, uh, you know, their, what their calling is 
when we're in an online system and they don't have access to internet or uh, these devices to be able to go to that online learning opportunity. Uh, there, you know, we've in Bellingham and Whatcom County, we've talked about food deserts in which there are communities and areas around Whatcom County where there, you know, residents would have to drive over a mile, I believe is the designation. And forgive me if I'm incorrect in that, but they got to drive a while to get to a grocery store to get food. I think we also have some tech deserts uh, in this county. And when the time comes, once we get out of this era, ladies and gentlemen, we need to be able to share what we have been blessed with, with our revenue and what we make to help out others, to be able to get to a level of equality of access to technology. Uh, and I think we need to work on investing in our, not just our community, but in other communities around us, our cousin communities, if you will. We gotta be able to help them along the way. So thanks for letting me um, blabber about that for a while. No, no, no. I, I, I think it's totally relevant, Chris. I mean, whether, I mean, it, and it's applicable in, in so many different ways. It's not just the technology, but also connectivity. You know, yes. closer you live into a, a city, sure, you can have gigabit connection. The farther out in a peninsula that you are, you know, you're lucky to get, I'll be generous, five megabits down, you know? Yeah. And so for anybody in rural America, you know, who is struggling with, you know, being so far remote, remote, I'm putting in air quotes here, you know, from just to be able to connect with whatever device they may have, you know, that, that makes for tough times. We need to be more resilient. I mean, and, and to be more flexible. And also along those times, you know, as we're seeing a whole lot of layoffs occur around our area, it's becoming more and more difficult to afford the devices um, to be able to, to buy that. And when a family is working so hard and they should be making so much more for what they are doing, um, it, it breaks my heart and I wanna help out in any way that I can. And uh, one of the ways is with the voice that we have here. So um, when that time comes, you're gonna be hearing us talk about these opportunities to be able to help out- Our community. The community, that's why, well, yeah, we are a community podcast. Uh, so let's talk about some other uh, community related uh, instances. What else would be going on? Let's change the subject to something uh, somewhat happier. So let's, let's get happy, Chris. What are some new things in, that you're doing in your life right now? Well, you know, um, I, we don't have cable television in the Powell household. And so therefore, I don't get to see a lot of what's on network news. I have YouTube. And that is, you know, a, a heavily curated, as I talked about earlier in what kind of data is being grabbed about me, uh, the big G is doing a heck of a lot of that. And uh, I wanted to make mention, I, I have a, a colleague of mine, who, uh, another colleague who's a vice principal in one of these Whatcom County uh, schools. And th they made mention in the remote areas, uh, areas or in the remote era teaching that their teacher colleagues can't use YouTube because of the ads that may show up and other potential content that may be going on. And I go, well, have you heard of Enhancer for YouTube? What? So there's a, there is a free add-on or extension to your Chrome browser or your Firefox browser. Got a link to in the show notes. Drink. Uh, basically what this does is it's for Chrome and Firefox. You install Enhancer for YouTube and in its configuration page, you can block the ads that come before the YouTube video that you actually wanted yeah. to watch in the first place. It blocks the annotations of all the text on the video and it can auto widescreen so you won't see that row of thumbnails about other videos YouTube thinks you might wanna watch. Uh, if you don't even wanna go to YouTube, there's a website called Invidious. 
I-N-V-I-D-I-O.us. And you can watch YouTube videos, but just not from the YouTube API. Um, there's also a, f- a free app available for Chrome, I'm sorry, for Mac OS, Windows 10, or Linux. It's called FreeTube. Uh, and I have a specific web link in our show notes, freetubeapp.io. Please don't Google FreeTube because I am not responsible for the results you might encounter uh, <laughs> with that. Please hear me when I say that. Click on the link that we have. Uh, that's the correct one. And if you got an Android phone, uh, there is a uh, there's an app out there called New Pipe. It's where you can watch YouTube videos without having the YouTube analytics, all that data collection. Uh, this is a, a New Pipe is available via FDroid, which is another type of app store, uh, and it has no connection to uh, the Android Play Store or the Google Play Store. New Pipe is a pretty good way to watch your YouTube videos without having all that analytic data collection. So. Uh, that's what I've been doing as far as new things to explore. How can I YouTube without YouTube? Uh, AJ, how, how are you doing? Uh, for me, again, call me the analog explorer, if you would. Uh, how are you doing analog explorer? <laughs> <laughs> no. So about what, a year and a half, two years ago, I think at this point, I, uh, I'd gotten a uh, brand new pristine moleskin, the, the Voyager. Ah, and, yes. uh, I've only got a handful of pages left. I mean, being at home, you know, doing my normal routines and, and especially still journaling and such, I'm running out of space. So started looking for what's going to be the, the replacement for it. And man, I have to say, Chris, like I really like, because when I, when I went to that one, it's a little bit smaller than the traditional quote moleskin, that eight and change by six and change um, sure. form factor that most people know. It, this, this one's a little bit more of a medium format where it's four and a half inches by just about seven inches. So it's a little bit smaller, really like the form factor. And unfortunately, Moleskin's like the only one that I've found that has that, you know, uh, 11 and a half by 17 and a half centimeter form factor. And I just wanted to throw up on the show. If anybody has any recommendations for me, uh, hit me up on Instagram or through our, our either one of our contact forms on our website um, because I'm, I'm kind of curious because I, I really like that form factor, but I want it kind of as a more traditional notebook where it's, you know, just ruled, you know, n- nothing fancy with like the, the journaling aspect of traveling. I, do, I know that Moleskin recently did their two go, T-W-O go, where you have one page that's blank, one page that's ruled, which I might oh, go that route. Well, I, I kind of wish they would have done like dot grid and ruled. That, that I think would have been more up my alley. But uh, anyway, I'm looking, I'm, I'm just looking. If anybody has a recommendation that's in that 11 and a half by 17 and a half centimeter format, hit me up. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm either going to probably get another Voyager. Other than that, uh, Rodia, which is a French brand. I was, I was looking at them just, uh, but then again, they have either too small or too big. I'm looking for that Goldilocks um, size, but... <laughs> A Goldilocks rider. That's good. A Goldilocks rider, right? So other than that, um, being at home and uh, my son uh, always seeing, uh, I'm a ham radio operator, you know, I I just busting out the the radios and stuff. It's interesting because, you know, being at work for eight hours a day, uh, I didn't get to really um, get on the airwaves much. And so kind of breaking everything back out and hooking everything back up again. It's been interesting listening to our ham radio operators, uh, both here in the U.S. and also puts uh, up Canada, um, listening to everybody check into what's called NETS. NETS, if you're not familiar with it in, in ham radio, is basically a group of people who check in on the regular, um, usually to pass communication or they're also your, your emergency uh, relays. And so just listening to uh, the folks on the air, both here in the U.S. and in Canada, 
uh, everybody had the same thing. Because everybody is at home, more and more hams are up on the airwaves, even though you know it's, it's kind of an antiquated technology, as it were, ham radio, right? It, there's still a lot of us. Um, and it's been interesting because everybody's had the same thing. Like ham radio is like the original internet. Like it's, it's, we're able to still share, we're still able to connect and stuff. And it's just been interesting to see that everybody's kind of dusting off their old amplifiers and dusting off their own radio, old radios to get up on the air on the regular now. And it's been really cool kind of con- getting back into that, that community. Um, so just that, that's something else that I've been, I've been looking at. And uh, from, for, for the at-home maker, so previously I mentioned that I have a family full of allergies and with Slim Pickens, I know a lot of people are making their own bread. Sourdough starter is practically a hashtag, which is great. It's cool. Should you need to make a bread-like thing and you cannot uh, either wait for a sourdough starter or you can't get your hands on yeast? I haven't been able to see yeast in this town for months. Bear in mind, there is this other kind of bread that is flat called flat breads or unleavened breads um, mm-hmm. or tortillas. Super easy. It's three and four ingredients, you know, oil, flour, um, baking powder, and uh, water. You let it rest for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and you can make a, like a, a pita or a naan or a tortilla. Um, and that's what I've been doing because I can't, I can't get any tortillas um, that my son can eat because of his allergies. So I've been making a lot of uh, flatbreads, uh, tortillas, yeast-free breads. So I just wanted to throw that out as something else that uh, if, you, if you're thinking of, um, or you're kind of thinking to yourself, man, I can't wait, or I'm out of bread, or whatever your case may be, look at making a, a flatbread, just something simple. And you know, you can pack them in a Ziploc, put them in your fridge, and there you go. Case in point, uh, educate yourself during this current time. You're now a bread maker. <laughs> <laughs> Analog explorer, digital uh, technologist, geek at large, bread maker. So good on you. Yeah. So for our our last uh, rotating thing, uh, recommendations at the end, whether we call it a point of reference, a cultural recommendation, or jokingly before we fired off the mics, our quality assurance piece. These recommendations may be monitored for quality assurance. <laughs> sure, it's exactly. Um, Chris, I know you've got one from Ted Ed, and I've got one from TEDx. Tell me about your TED Ed that you, you threw in at the at the end of the show. Yeah, I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, it's just a, a little bit of you know watching. I, I want to learn a little bit more about history because I I really respect that idiom. Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it, and I don't want to be <laughs> repeating history that could be a harmful. And so. Ted Ed has a bunch of American history, world history, uh, lots of videos about philosophy, history, mythology, you name it, whatever subject appeals to you, Ted Ed's got your hookup. I've enjoyed that. AJ, what about yourself? So, I mean, we're in the same vein. I mean, my, my wife and I, when uh, the little one goes down, we've been watching some TEDx and I wanted to throw one out that was, you know, it, it's an interesting topic and the the person who did it did it in a way that just made both my wife and I go, huh. So it's TEDx Sydney, and the gentleman's name is is Tom Tum, T-H-U-M, from Brisbane. And it his the name of his piece is called Beatbox Brilliance. And there's two Alrighty. of them. There's there's this one, and then there's a subsequent one that he did where it's uh, a look at what the human vocal box and your larynx and throat do when you beatbox. So there's a little bit of an anatomy and physiology aspect of this. So 
this beatbox brilliance piece that he does is all with the human voice, sing along if, or beatbox along if you know the words, where he basically simulates with his voice different musical uh, instruments, aspects, all with the human voice from doing a rendition of Thriller to uh, a traditional Chinese and I, the Chinese guitar looking instrument. It's, I can't remember what that, that instrument's called off the top of my head. Like it, it was remarkable. And then there's a subsequent one where they actually put in like an endoscopy where he, they actually have a camera in his throat and you watch what is going on in the human throat to make all of those noises. It was amazeballs. It just totally blew our mind. That's now, my pick in, in there. I, I need to be able to have my horrible 80s reference, uh, you know, to, <laughs> to uh, put a bow on this wonderful one TEDx One per show, video. Chris. You only get one, one per, per show. show. Okay, well, here it is. Uh, <laughs> if you happen to watch the Police Academy movies in the 80s, uh, one of the officers, his name, that dude, uh, his name is Michael Winslow, and he's a stand-up comedian, but he does a whole lot of uh, wonderful, unique sounds with his mouth. So as after you watch this uh, Tom Tom TEDx video from uh, TEDx Sydney, uh, check out or, or do a search for Police Academy, uh, Michael Winslow, or uh, Bobby McFerrin and just see how that can be, uh, how you can be a one person band uh, in that for inspiration. Sticking a fork in it, what do you say? That wraps it up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. And as of this uh, recording, they are still uh, community powered and they are still streaming worldwide at KMRE.org. Yeah. So on that note, from the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us here on the Bellingham Podcast. We'll see you for episode 152. Is 152 also going to be in a fortnight? Or are we going to go back to recording every week? No, I think uh, I think I treaded enough water where I ingested enough uh, liquid, and I'm I'm back to a place of semi chaos. I think we should get back to the week kind of thing. So let's let's see how things go as uh, seven days from now. Sweet.